right guys broke ass investor here um, it's a Monday it's raining and I'm commuting to work so it's a perfect day to make a podcast so anyway today's podcast is going to be about a topic that someone recommended um, to my Instagram page and that is the difference between mutual funds versus index funds um, and for those who follow my Instagram, I kind of went through this via post the other day anyway, but I figured I'll just make a podcast and, and talk about it as well. Um, so right off the bat, I mean, the main difference is one is more aggressive and one is safe. So the mutual fund, their whole thing is they are set up and their goal is to beat the S&P 500. So whatever the S&P 500 returns, whatever the S&P 500 index returns, you know, for that year, they want to beat that. So that they, you know, that could be their bragging rights. They could say, oh, I beat the S&P 500 this amount of years or this many years in a row, etc. Because that's the standard, you know, to go by. The index fund is—it's basically well. There's index funds, and they typically track the S&P 500. So they're not. There's no competition there. They're just mirroring the S&P 500 uh, funds. You know the funds that make up the S&P 500. So, so obviously, mutual funds. In order to beat the S&P 500, there's, you know, mutual fund managers involved with the account, you know, and they're very active because in order to beat the S&P 500, you can't just, you know, buy stocks, hold them and hope that your stocks beat their stocks. You're, you're more active. You're, you're selling when there's capital gains already made or you see a dip, you know, you're, you're on the ball. Hopefully that's what they're doing. I mean, they're trying their best, you know, they're more active, they're on the day-to-day, -day. they're trying to, you know, because they make money when you make money, for the most part, I'm sure they make money when you lose money too, but I think they, uh, you know, their goal obviously is to, to beat the S&P 500, so they're highly active. Index funds, not so much, I mean, it's pretty much you set it and forget it, and obviously, they're not going to hold the same funds, you know, year in and year out, but they're, you know, more than likely going to be, sim you know, similar throughout the years, etc. So, I mean, that's the main difference, but I'll just go through a few things. So, obviously, they both invest in stocks and bonds, um, and, you know, they both compare themselves to the S&P 500. As I said, mutual funds want to beat the S&P. Sure, that number can go up 
higher or even lower, but you get the idea. Whereas in index funds are typically under 1%. So, you know, you have to keep that in mind, but if you're more of an aggressive investor and you don't care, you have the money to lose, then maybe you do want to take that risk and you want to pay these experts to, to beat the S&P 500. And for, you know, their efforts, you're paying them a percentage on top of that. So, hopefully, that percentage that they make for you is so much that that one to three percent on top is nothing but who the hell knows you know that's a risk that you, you need to be willing to take um, so I, as I said mutual funds high risk high reward and index funds low risk less reward but you know again it mirrors the S&P so as history shows, S&P always, always goes up over time. Um, so, mutual fund managers are actively trading, you know, with these different, you know, these funds. They're actively trading these individual stocks day in and day out, month in, month out. So, what happens then is going to change like your tax impact, the impact on the taxes for these funds, because um, as you heard the term long-term capital gain, um, if, you, if you're making money, you know, off, if you're making money off capital gains in the short term, I'm not sure what exactly the term is, six months or a year or so, but if you're buying and selling under that time frame, you're going to pay a higher tax. Whereas if you're buying and holding forever, you know, once, if that's, if those stocks sell, it's a long-term capital gain, which typically puts you in the uh, normal bracket, um, or even less. Again, I'm no tax expert, and I'm no financial advisor, but, uh, you know, I'm just trying to explain the two from a broke investor point of view, so maybe, uh, you know, speak more of a more of the language of the people so yeah obviously index funds I mean typically in your 401k that you're used to index funds being available um, you don't see mutual funds in there or at least I haven't um, I would assume you know you're, you're gonna see the mutual funds when you open up your own you know brokerage account IRA account etc so that's when you'll have the option to choose between the two. That's if you even want the fund, you know. As a broke investor, you know, in my normal brokerage account, I don't want any funds. I don't want ETFs. I don't want index funds. I don't want um, mutual funds. I want to choose my own individual stocks. However, in my retirement account, aka 401k, there's no choice. There's index funds and there's bond funds, and that's pretty much it. There's money market funds, which is garbage. So you don't have a choice. You have to choose that. So in the other accounts, you have the option, which is why I made this video. So you can decide. You know what do you think is better? If you want it, if you have, the, you know, the tolerance to take more risk because you want to make more money, sure, choose mutual fund. If you want to just set it, forget it, not worry about it. Then choose index funds. Um, 
your choice. Let me know what you guys think, all right? Time to go to work. It's still raining. Lucky me. Later.